The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio network. And we are at the bottom half of the hour, and we're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia with Kelly Smith, Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Care Partners Senior Living. And Kelly, you are so great to talk to us a little bit about what families are dealing with, what's happening in in the whole world. But, you know, there has to be something that's so daunting about someone caring for a loved one with Alzheimer's dementia. Um, I know for <clears throat> what you guys do all the time, you deal with families every single day. And you have probably a million questions come to you that you probably hear the same question over and over again. And I hope that we can kind of use this segment a little bit about how to, you know, explore those options that yep. best meet the need of your loved ones. So I guess I'm going to start out with you is ask you, what are the most common questions that families ask you? Well, I think a lot of times what they want to know, you know, is um, they kind of want to know what a daily, what's it going to look like in a day Mm -hmm. for a a memory care resident to be in any kind of an environment? What's a normal day look like? You You may go in for a tour and see people sleeping on the couch. Yeah. guess what? At that time of day, they'd probably be doing that at home. Yeah. And guess what? This is their home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't expect there to be parties every time you go there because yeah. the job isn't to entertain the residents constantly. It's to keep them in a home-like environment mm-hmm. where they feel safe and they feel secure. Mm-hmm. Activities, activities can range from all kinds of things, from having residents help us fold socks helping us set the table, to doing somebody's nails, to doing somebody's beard, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, just, just sitting with them playing a card game or, or something that's entertaining. Singing but, songs. Singing songs. Uh, yeah. yeah. And things that you bring into the community, like music. Mm-hmm. You bring music mm-hmm. therapies in. You bring in... Um, therapy dogs. Therapy, the doodles. You bring in all these wonderful <laughs> things that also enhance their life yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. And, and so they have things to look forward to. But the, the most thing that, that we want to get across to folks, the thing we see the most is not that mom needs to be entertained. Mom needs to feel needed. Yeah. And that's what we try to do in our communities. We try to learn as much about these people as we can. Who are you? Yeah, mo- dementia is what mom has. We get that. Who is she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the more we can reach her, the more we can enhance her life with yes. us. Yes. So, okay, like we had a resident, I'll give you an example. Family shut us down, told us all about their beautiful mother. Moved into our Mill Creek community. The the activity gal ran down and got all these vases and all these gorgeous flowers. Oh. Because she was a flower arranger. She does all of the flowers at the community. I love that. But she needs to feel needed. And you find something that connects them to what makes them feel that that way. But but that's the kind of stuff people are going to see in dementia communities. And it's not always, like I said, it's not always, you know, uh, you know, know, cupcakes and popcorn balls. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always a party. Mm-hmm. But you got you to meet these folks where they're at at the moment. It's why mm-hmm. Alzheimer's Association does a lot of stuff around something called journey training. They used to. Um, and it's really important because you got to meet the resident where they are. Mm-hmm. And that also includes care options. Is home care really the best option for your loved one based on where they're at in their journey with this right. disease? And if that's the case, again, there's some wonderful ones out there. SIRD is one of my favorites. Um, but you also have to know the difference between home health and home care. Home mm-hmm. care 
these are the folks like with a little help and some of those folks that are going to come in and they can help mom clean or they can make their lunch and take her, take her somewhere and spend time with her like a friend. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you got home health where there's actually nurses involved and they can come in and check medications and check her, you know, check her health throughout right. the day. I mean, or physical you know, therapy or bingo, occupational, occupational therapy. all that can be mm-hmm. brought in. Exactly. So is that appropriate for mom to keep her in her home longer? That's a decision you guys have to make as a family based again on where she is in her journey. Mm hmm. Well, and I think there's also a lot to be said, like if mom is at home, is that the social aspect has to be considered. Um, And the reason why is I see as seniors isolate, um, their dementia can, you know, escalate quicker. Um, We've seen that in the pandemic, um, what's happening with a lot of our seniors and older adults that have had the beginning stages, but just because they were quarantined for so long, they've, you know, escalated the symptoms far more than what was projected. And I think that's part of it. Uh, I mean, you're seeing that, right, Kelly? Well, we've said this for years. People that isolate will decline faster. It's just Mm -hmm. a fact. And so if the family can't keep the social part up, again, doesn't mean mom has to be entertained every minute of the day. There's a social aspect that has to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the strangest thing. It's kind of like when you take children that are autistic and you put them in with other autistic children. Mm-hmm. They're no longer different. No. They're no longer put on display. No. And a lot of times they do better in those classrooms with other kids like them, right? And they love being there. Because exactly. And for some, some of us some of us on the spectrum, we pick each other out and we tend to, to be friends because there's there's a bond. There's something about yeah. the way you communicate and the way you see the world. Mm-hmm. We were at one of the communities today, the director of Ops and I, we're watching one of the tables, and there's about eight ladies sitting around there having lunch, and they're laughing and howling and talking about something that doesn't make any sense to anybody else. <laughs> I love it. But they're having the best day of their lives because they're together and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's not a bad thing to put mom in with other dementia residents. It doesn't mean she's going to decline faster, but she also has to be ready for that environment. Again, where is she in her journey? Yeah. And I think, too, sometimes like uh, husband and wife programs, I think we're going to talk about a lot of your bonded parents program in the next segment. But I want to talk a little bit about why it's difficult often for a spouse. Um, you know, I, I, I have referred to earlier in the segment about, you know, sometimes mom, you know, wakes up and sees husband, but she remembers what husband was like because of Alzheimer's, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And she looks at this old man next to her that woke up next to her and going, who are you? You know, why are you in my bed? You know, those are the kind of things that I, the stories that I've heard that just breaks my heart, but it's part of that process of the, sometimes the mind goes sideways. And it's kind of interesting because one of the most common things we hear is grandma will fixate on a 16 or 17 or 18 year old grandson. Yeah. And he doesn't get it. He thinks grandma's being weird. It's like, no, honey, do you look anything like grandpa when he was young? You I'm telling you do. right now. Yeah. That's what it is, sweetheart. In her mind, a lot of times with these diseases, what people don't realize is mom will go back in time. That's why certain people don't make sense. Yeah. 
certain things don't make sense because in their mm-hmm. mind, they're back to 32 again, and you should be about 12. Yes. So something's not adding up here. And rarely have we ever seen where they don't recognize the spouse. Most of the time, that's the only person they recognize as their disease progresses. Yeah. yeah. Um, but have but a, not have always. a child, you know, but have a child get forgotten. You know, mom can't remember your name. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, though, I think in here, they always know who you are. I think that's why things get calm after a visit. Mm-hmm. I think that's why even if they don't recognize you, just your presence can be good mm-hmm. for them. Um, don't mm-hmm. give up on them just because because it hurts your feelings. Think about mm-hmm. what they're going through. Sure. And I think the other thing to think about, too, is that every day could be different. One day, mom is very lucid, and on the next day, dad is totally distant and despondent. And that's just part of the process. It's like when I see it, um, you know, one day mom is great. <laughs> you know, I'd walk in and my mom was tracking 500%, you know, and then other days it's like the first thing I, I, I can tell how she's acting. And the first thing I think of is she's probably got a UTI because the minute I, you know, when I knew she was starting to get a urinary tract infection, um, I, it was just like clockwork. Boy, that yep. dementia just went out of out of control. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the interesting thing of how all these things come into play, um, you know, with the human body. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So, Kelly, as far as care options, now let's say somebody now says, okay, well, how can I bridge best bridge my loved one into a, you know, a community of care, such as care partners. What are the, some first steps that families should take? Well, the first thing they should do is start, start checking things out before it becomes an emergency. The problem with memory care is by the time we get folks, there's either been an emergency or we're about to have one. Yeah. Make your decisions sooner. Start mm-hmm. doing some research a little bit beforehand. Pick out communities that you like. Um, I would pick out one or two, not just one. And the reason mm-hmm. is, what if the time comes when mom needs to move and they're full? Mm-hmm. Good point. So check out a couple places. Make sure you like a couple of them. Ask the right questions. Um, you want to, and then as far as your loved one goes, you're going to know, and a lot of times if you're taking them back and forth to a doctor, you're probably going to get a doctor at some point who's going to make a recommendation. Sure. And it's time. Um We've never had a problem with anybody really refusing to move in. You know, that's not really a problem because most folks are either they're ready for memory care or they're happy that assisted living is going to be a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that the second piece of it is, is, you know, you have to look at the, if, if, uh, if um, mom is taking care of dad and dad has dementia or an Alzheimer's and it's, it's wearing thin on mom that's a whole other conversation to have. There's only so much that a spouse can do. And there is. Those, but and here's, that's another piece of that. Well, and that's why we developed the bonded pairs. Because one of the things we realized is the problem we were having is that these kids were coming to mom and dad saying, we're taking mom from you. No. Mom, you're, <laughs> you're, you're yeah. so tired, dad. You're just exhausted. We think we should go put mom in this place. And dad's like, I'll be darned if you're going to take mom from me. Mm-hmm. And mom doesn't want to be taken from dad. So what yeah. we came up with was the Bonded Pairs program. And in our Mount Lake Terrace community alone, we've kept over 50 couples together that would have that been separated so elsewhere. 
That is I'm pretty, incredible. I'm very proud of that. Because not yeah. only does it save you money, but it saves you heartache. Yeah. You know, yeah. if dad and mom can be in assisted living and she's not going to get up in the middle of the night and wander down the street, she's fine. So yeah. why are we pushing these issues and trying to separate these folks? That's the biggest concern people had was being separated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So solve the problem. Absolutely. And certainly putting together a program that can serve the needs of both, you know, both family members, both mom and dad, so that their needs are being met and, and they can still take, stay together. That's a really important thing. And so in our next segment, Kelly and I, everyone, we're going to talk about specifically care partners, specialty in memory care Alzheimer's dementia therapies, and also we're going to talk. We we gave you a little um, uh, preview on the Bonded Pairs program, but please check out Care Partners. They have communities all the way from Lacey all the way up into Marysville, isn't it? To all the way Linden. north. Linden, Linden that's Linden. right. Linden, Linden Bremerton, and several in Spokane, and now we're in the Arizona market. So you're so incredible. And um, so Kelly, how do we reach you? CarePartnersLiving.com is the best place to start. Okay, and guess what? Kelly and I are going to be right back to finish out the hour right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.